The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. All right, so we're going to get in the Wayback Machine here. Uh, welcome back. We're getting the Wayback Machine. Let's go, going to go back to 2004, okay? In 2004, when I uh, became an activist, that was a result of a, a series of uh, messages at our church here in Raleigh, uh, a revival, which I didn't even know what one of those were. But uh, that Saturday night was about the state of the nation. So that's what kind of drove me into Christian activism. And then very quickly, a few months later, when I was trying to organize Christians and try to get pastors and churches involved, uh, that's when I discovered that one of my uh, probably not non-spiritual gifts was bashing pastors. Pastors torqued me off all the time uh, because I had uh, important business for them to do, and they didn't always see it my way. So I spent a lot of time frustrated with pastors and didn't really think about uh, pastors as individuals, as people made in the image of God, uh, who needed to be loved and cared for. I, I just thought they were targets for the most part and things that I needed to overcome, not people that I needed to care for or certainly not minister to. And then going through the Harvest Crusades in 2007 of Greg Laurie, and now I'm trying to move from getting pastors involved in the culture war to getting them involved in evangelism, which you would think that would be an easy leap, but it wasn't. And so then radio started in November of 2011. And then a couple years later was the first time I had Ann Graham Watts on, uh, Billy Graham's daughter. And she came in and I was going off about the church in general. And then she said something that brought my own personal sin into the conversation. And I said, wait a second, Ann, I wanted to spend a few minutes bashing churches and pastors. You want me to look in the mirror? And her answer, of course, to that was, uh, yes, Steve. And she was laughing. We know each other well. Uh, yes, Steve, you need to look in the mirror and quit uh, looking at uh, your fellow brothers and sisters in the body as the enemy. Uh, and that began a process when I, I finally started to kind of wake up to the realities of what pastors go through. And then a few years later, uh, Stu Epperson Jr. at Truth Radio uh, introduced me well to you, Andy Bowersox, <clears throat> who's here with Energized Ministries. And that was uh, getting on the text list, Andy to then begin to pray for uh, my pastor specifically on a daily basis uh, had a huge impact on my heart. The same thing that happened to me about politicians when I started praying for them instead of just bashing them. Uh, it changed my perspective. And then when I found out about Energized Ministries and got on the text list and started to get a daily prayer prompt for my pastor, boy, did that change my perspective on pastors. So there you go. That's a long introduction uh, to Andy Bowersox and Energize Ministries, which is all about pastoral care, something I think most of us probably don't think about. I don't know that it's necessarily uh, you do it energetically like I did. <laughs> You're mad at pastors all the time. Uh, but I think we just don't pay attention to it. They're super spiritual. They don't need help. Uh, but that's a lie. And, and eventually, Andy, I had, I think you helped me connect with two pastors' wives. Both their husbands had committed suicide. And I uh, had them both on the show. So God has done a work in, in my heart over the years about pastoral care. And it's because of you. So welcome back. It's good to see you. I can't possibly respond to every comment <laughs> that you just made in that very long intro. Yes. 
Uh, I will give you credit, though, for being a work in progress. I appreciate your transparency and your confession. I still sense that there's a little ways to go in all of that commentary. Oh, sure. But I appreciate it, Steve. And and the reality is there's probably a thousand people listening right now that feel exactly how you Mm. have felt in the past and still do. Consequently, the reason Energized Ministries exists. Yes. You know, there are... uh, we can we can go into all the pressure. Before we get too far, I need to mention Joel Steindell is with me here today. I should make that introduction. Uh, Joel Steindell has been on the board of Energized Ministries since the very beginning. For three years, I have been praying that the Lord would convince his heart to come join us on our <laughs> staff. And that has happened. And, and later on in the program, we'll get to hear about that. But I should probably give a minute. Joel, why don't you say, just introduce yourself quickly, too, and tell us why you're here. Your introduction to me was shorter than Steve's was of you, I think pretty sure but i'm here to talk about a new program we're launching that we'll get into in a little bit perfect okay and we will talk about that the pasture care rep program however thirty thousand foot view of energized ministries for everyone that is not already familiar with us we provide encouragement refreshment and recreational retreats for pastors we are preventive care Mm -hmm. and prayer support experts in the world of clergy care specifically Biblically-based, Christ-centered leadership, that's what we do. We offer kingdom leadership uh, support, preventive care and prayer by providing encouragement, refreshment, and recreational retreats. We are constantly, we do that directly. We're based here in North Carolina, but we travel the country trying to build an army of believers, I should say continually building an army of believers that are committed to the preventive care and prayer support of their own pastors. That's part of what we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. But uh, that's the gist of it, Steve, and, and it's been 12 years now. We love doing We love partnering with, with Christian Radio and people like you, and especially when we get to see the work in progress yes. and, the, and the transformation, the sanctification yes. of, our, of our favorite radio host. <laughs> and that's all part of it. And, and I wanted to ask you, and it's EnergizedMinistries.com, by the way. Uh, I put the links up on a Facebook Live and Rumble. EnergizedMinistries.com. Uh, at least just get there today and start to allow the Lord to plow some of that ground in your heart and in your mind in terms of are, are you doing anything to minister to the pastors in your life? What was the genesis of Energize? The very beginning. I have personally, I'm, so I'm one of the founders of this thing, currently currently the leader, uh, I have always enjoyed taking people for recreational retreats and fun and providing unique experiences. There was a local pastor at my church that had seven children, six girls, one son, didn't often get to do outdoor adventure guy type stuff. Yeah. And so one day I knew he was just going through some extra difficult things. When you when you're a when you're a pastor with children, there's trouble oh, in man. your life. That's okay. Right. And and my shout out to every pastor out there that, that is serving the Lord to the best of their ability and being criticized at every turn mm-hmm. because of some decision or actions your kids have made that's beyond your control. That is a whole nother show and a whole nother that's topic. Right. But in this particular case, I just invited him and his son to come over. We spent an afternoon out in the woods just kind of goofing around, had some ATVs, made a campfire. And at the end of that four- or five-hour experience, this guy was way overly grateful for just the unencumbered, no agenda, yeah, yep. no, no request, no leaning on him about my own issues, just pouring into his life. 
And he kept being thankful about it and finally said, Andy, I really feel like the Lord wants me to help you start a ministry to do what you do for pastors. Yeah. I didn't know what that was, yeah. but we're going to talk about it here. And here we are day. a few years later with Energize Ministries. We'll focus on the different ways that they pastor pastors, the different opportunities you can plug into, including some of the things that Andy was talking about. And then also, uh, we really want to highlight a pastor care uh, opportunity for all of us all over the country, no matter where you live, to pastor pastors. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Energize Ministries today is what we're focusing on. EnergizeMinistries.com. Encouragement, refreshment, and recreation for whom? Uh, Not for you. Unless you happen to be a pastor, and then this is definitely for you. EnergizeMinistries.com. But if you go to a church, it is for you as well because we need to be looking out for the care and concern of our pastors. And and, uh, Andy, you were just mentioning a pastor gave you a picture that's in your office of a guy with a bunch of straws sticking out his back, like drinking straws. Drinking straws sticking out of his back, and they're all, there's 30 people sucking on it, and his little body is being deflated with with every inhale. Yeah. It's a tough um, gig. Hey, listen, I want to I want to mention something. Just back to to our comment about the shout out to the pastor that's that's wreaking the havoc from people commenting about his kids and their yeah. decisions. Yeah, you mentioned at the intro uh, some of the women that we have ministered to mm-hmm. that are pastors or their husbands were pastors and had and had taken their own lives. Which, by the way, that list is growing. Oh, off the charts, and it and it's a horrific situation. But part of the reason for that is because ministry is messy, mm-hmm. right? You cannot be leading people closer to Christ and, and helping make those introductions, pointing to the Lord, without drawing the attack of our enemies. That's right. And it is vicious and it's nasty. In my own church, years ago, my, my senior pastor took his own life. And in the, in the aftermath of that, I probably heard at least 100 times this comment. If we only knew what he was going through, mm-hmm. we could have stepped in and helped and we could have prayed, whatever. And if I'm going to be as bold as you, the answer, that's hogwash. Yeah. It's absolutely not true. It's a flat-out lie. If you only knew means, oh, the undertow and the rumors and the scuttlebutt that happens, did you hear this? Did you hear that? I heard this was happening. I heard that was happening. It's terrible. And that same scenario is existing right now in thousands of churches around yeah, our country. That's right. So – we we want to be encouraged. I, I don't I don't want to come out as harsh as no, you do. That's no. not my personality. No. My personality is to be encouraging and 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 fighting for the the joy, right? Yeah. The refreshment, the the recreational, the encouragement part. But I want to tell you, if you're listening there, pay attention to what we're talking about because mm-hmm. our pastors are absolutely being inundated with criticism for things that are beyond their control. And it runs wild. And, and I think I mentioned this on your show before. The research will, will show and prove that it takes seven compliments to overcome the effects of one criticism. How many times do oh, you man. and me, I'm not even going to ask you, I know the answer to that already, but even myself, okay, like I spend my life trying to build encouragement inside the yep. walls of a church. I don't get it right seven times because criticism comes way too easy. Yep. Yeah, and that's the challenge. And, and I think this is something, again, I— you tell me. I, I I don't think most Christians are out to get their pastors. It's, but, un, it's unintentional. Uh, yeah, it's unintentional. And I think most of us just don't really think of them in terms of their own needs, because to us, 
They're up there in the pulpit. They're the super Christian, super mature, uh, uh, handle uh, God's uh, word, uh, blah, uh, blah, 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 uh, blah. Uh, that, 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 is, that is not the image that we're trying to portray in our ministry. Exactly. We are trying to portray the fact, the <clears throat> fact Thank you. that your pastor is a flawed human being yes. that is subject to the same temptation, subject to the same way more criticism than you and I are, yeah. and, and a battle, a targeted attack from our enemy, except that they have been specifically, I will say, anointed and appointed by the Lord to preach and teach the gospel mm-hmm. to the best of their ability. Yes. Albeit flawed, sinful, and what does the Bible tell us? With a generally wicked heart. <laughs> that's a tough pill to Thank swallow. Thank you, Jeremiah. Yeah, that's right. That is a tough pill to swallow, but that is the reality. So what are we doing to fight that through our prayers, through our giving, through our... I don't want to say admonition, but the encouragement yeah. and support of our pastors and leadership. Just, they, and just doing things for pastors. So, Joel, to throw it over to you, Joel Steindel's here, the chief operating officer. But don't hold that against him. Uh, <clears throat> and the force is not strong with him, but don't hold that against him either. Uh, but you were on the board three years, and now you're the, the chief operating officer. Why did you get involved in the first place? So I actually, I think, was first board member 14 years ago. Wow. Yeah, almost. And He's so, been a lot more than three years. Yeah. Been around. You're a patient so, man. Yeah. Somebody's got to watch out for him. But I got involved largely because, you know, the old saying goes, when you see the Lord work and you jump in, I don't know how many times Andy and I had late night conversations. And he would say, I feel like the Lord's leading me to do this. And being the encouraging, supportive board member and friend that I am, I would say, (laughs) you are out of your mind. What are you thinking? And yet when he took a step to do it, God would provide and it would happen. And it happened again and again and again. And, and I want to be part of that. I, I think of it like a, you know, the chocolate fountains yeah. where you, you see the chocolate flowing out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think of energized ministry as being like that, except it's the grace and favor of God in that ministry. And I, I just want to be able to stick my finger in it a little bit yeah. and feel some of that grace and faith. So, yeah, Steve, let me so follow cool. up to that, too. What, what he's talking about is a result of what I believe. What I believe is that God cares for his servants mm-hmm. for whatever reason. He chooses to do a lot of that through Energized Ministries. It happens in spite of either one of our efforts <laughs> yeah, or true. anybody else on our team. But if you're if you're a pastor out there listening right now, believe me, we are your friends. We are on our yeah, knees amen. fighting for you. That's we are right. we are campaigning across the nation to help elevate that level of care. And as I mentioned, specifically preventive care and prayer. I think if you give me another second, Steve, yeah. I think that. There's so many opportunities for ministries that step in when there's been crisis, when there's been a failure, burnout, or demise of some sort. For whatever reason, there are very few that are saying, what are we doing to help sustain healthy and vibrant ministries? What are we doing to step in ahead of time? Prayer is a huge part of that. As you well know, prayer is probably the loneliest ministry in any given church. Yet it remains the most powerful tool that we have as a believer. So that's part of our mission is to grow that, to grow it with fun, with that, you know, encouragement, with refreshment. We want to have fun. It's biblical. It's, it's, you know, God created the Sabbath day yeah. and, and joy. God created a lot of things right. that show up as just unencumbered, good, clean fun. So we're out, we're out to make that happen. On his good earth. And, and so, well, you mentioned just like going out and doing guy things out in nature for four or five hours. But I know there's a lot more going on than that. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, and we're going to hit the break here in a minute. Uh, just set this up, all the different ways that you seek to uh, bless and minister and care for pastors to, to help them before you ever get to that crisis yeah, in, point. In one minute, the biggest answer at the, at the pinnacle of what we have to offer is our Lodge and Retreat Center in Southern Virginia. 
we have a 700 acre property there that is exclusively dedicated to kingdom leadership retreats wow. and i'm gonna re remind in case you just tuned in when i say kingdom leadership that's not that broad it's biblically based christ-centered leadership which is predominantly pastors and their yeah, families yeah. but we offer that we're, we're not a vacation thing we're not a sabbatical ministry we are a retreat and refreshment ministry so we offer up to three days and two nights there's no ch there's no fees there's no charges there's no hidden agenda you get we give you the keys there's all kinds of outdoor activities i, I will also add there's four reasons that we offer it one would be individually. If you're a pastor and you're listening and you need a place to get away for prayer, fasting, whatever, that's one of the reasons we offer it to you. For a marriage retreat, for a family retreat, and then if your ministry or, or, or your organization is large enough to have a staff, we do staff retreats there mm -hmm. for 10 people. The first three of those are unguided. It's yours. Yeah. Take the time. Wow. The fourth one typically are guided retreats. Uh, what, what's a pastor's reaction to that generally? That kind of generosity ask me that exact care. same question when we come back from the break because i have a quick story to share no you're not allowed to play like you know what you're doing I, 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 listen, you, I'm, you hear I'm the outro the, music the ask me that but after it's a the good, break but it's a good story so i want to make sure we get this it is in. steve noble on the andy bowersock show we'll be right back Welcome back at stevenobleenergizeministries.com, which is why I play some chill music like that every once in a while. Andy Bowersox is with me and Joel Steindel. Steindel? Steindel? Steindel. I answered anything. It's all good. <laughs> you don't want to give me that much. <laughs> I yeah, love that. You don't want to give me that Stein, much real Steindel. good. Yep. Steindel. So you actually right. say it like Dell. Steindel, uh, who's the chief operating officer at Energize Ministries and been on the board for 14 years. Uh, but talking about uh, caring for pastors and ministering to pastors before uh, the wheels come off. And so, uh, Andy, you were talking about like the retreat center up in Southern Virginia. Uh, and then there's like Lodge Lovers is a new thing. So this is just, hey, how do we get these pastors out of their regular context for a day or two or three, their family, their team, whatever the case may be. And you like to have fun. You're always smiling, which gets a little annoying after a while. Uh, but like Lodge Lovers is fairly new. What's that all about? Lodge Lover is new, but I'm going to answer your question first of all. All right, please if do. You were hanging on through the break. Oh, that's Steve, right. Steve chastised me for not answering the question. See? What is the reaction when they find out? There's only this? one radio professional okay. in the room, there and it's go. not me. <laughs> oh, it's Andy. <laughs> baloney. But anyway, I want to answer that question yes. because I have a perfect illustration Thank for you. it. Okay? We get to speak all over the country about pastor care, and we get to do it, to offer it all over the country, sometimes even out of the country. A few years ago, we were in Toronto in Canada. And we were hosting a cheesecake reception for pastors up there at a Christian music festival. And during that reception, there's probably 150 pastors in front of me. And I'm doing my little spiel, telling them why we're here, why we do what we do. And as with any pastor, when they first meet you, they're always wondering, what's the angle? What's the catch? <laughs> you're going to offer me this, but then what? i got to have to have to do this. Right, do you want me to right. present this? Like, Pastors, if you're listening to it again, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. And what I'm trying to explain is we don't want anything in return. There is no agenda. So I'm literally like giving this same spiel, saying there's no charges, there's no encumbrances, there's no agenda. We're not asking you to let us come speak at your church to, to sponsor a thing, whatever that thing may be. It's nothing. And as I was explaining this, the moment that this group, 150 plus pastors at one, at that in this one particular yep. room. The moment that they finally got it, 
it was literally like somebody took a paintbrush mm. and painted a smile across their faces. You think I'm smiling all the time. Steve, we are givers for, uh, for miraculous reasons. Yeah. One day after another, God has allowed us to be a ministry of generosity to pastors. Not financial generosity, but a generosity in where we don't charge for anything that we do. We've never charged for anything. Some big things even. All right, all that being said, you can learn more about that at our website, energizedministries.com. But we do have something cool. You mentioned the Lodge Lovers thing just a minute ago before I got back to my story. And Lodge Lovers has see, been a great... See what happened there, Joel? You had to get that in. <laughs> yeah. Lodge Lovers is, is a brand new partnership for us. In addition to our retreat center, you know, there are other things that we offer. You know, we do food truck events. We do cruises. We do festivals. We do all kinds of do stuff. Do you do movie there. premieres? We do movie premieres. Shout out for the Ordinary Angels that we're all promoting right now. Fantastic new film. But, uh, yeah, everything that we do is, is designed as a gift and as a design of encouragement. With the Lodge Lovers thing, on our website, in addition to our own Lodge and Retreat Center, we have probably 75 other outlets for mm -hmm. pastors to, to have places to get away. Lodge Lovers is a fairly new uh, company. It is a, it is a faith-based version of Airbnb ah, or VRBO. Yeah, cool. Okay, so if you don't want to support the woke agenda with your getaway dollars, Please check out LodgeLovers.com. It That's was founded cool. by a pastor and a couple wow. guys from his church. Love it. Every penny, not every penny, there is a portion of every booking on Lodge Lovers, LodgeLovers.com, that goes to support ministries like ours. Oh, that's cool. And you will find links on there that that company exists to help put an end to clergy burnout. Wow. They are partners I of love ours. That. The best part about it is... In October, in 31, 33 days, there's going to be an active link where anybody that signs up as a host, you know what Airbnb is, you have a yeah, host, or yep. you have, you have you know, visitors, if you sign your property up, and maybe you're an Airbnb host right now, Already, right. and you want to sign up on the Lodge Lover site to get <laughs> additional traffic, as a believer, or even if you're not a believer, and you just for whatever reason feel like you should have a heart for pastors, it'd be a great thing yeah. too. But you will have an opportunity to let pastors, like check a box where pastors can stay with no charge at oh, your property. I love that. So if you're a pastor, you should know about it. If you're a, if you're a short-term rental host, STR is the lingo there. If you're one of those, by all means, check it out because at, at the very least, you're not going to get the party crowd on Lodge Lovers. Right. So check it out. It's Which a, it's a cool. great company and been a great partnership for us. Yeah, that's great. And one person on Facebook was like, how do they pay for all this? Fundraising the Lord provides. Is that we basically pray. Yeah. If I didn't mention we are a preventive yes. care and prayer support ministry, yes. if you're familiar with George Mueller's life, mm -hmm. I promise you, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better modern-day equivalent than wow. the way the Lord provides for That's us. That's so awesome. Okay, so let's jump to uh, Pastor Care Rep. And, and I know, Joel, this is really the heart of what you're focusing on now uh, because there's only, only so many pastors you guys can minister to personally. So we got to get beyond that to be able to scale this up. So let's talk about the pastor care rep, because this is a brand new thing that's launching. Everybody needs to pay attention here. Right. So what we're doing is we want to change the culture in the local church. We believe in the local church. We believe that vibrant leadership leads to vibrant ministry. And we don't want pastors who are exhausted and are like, oh, I just don't, I don't have time to do, deal with this, or I'm too tired to deal with that. So what we want to do is kind of replicate what we are doing, but do it in the local church. Like you say, there's a limit to what we can do. So we want to have people in each Bible teaching church who take it on as part of their ministry to say, I want to care for my pastor. Mm -hmm. I want to change the criticism, or, uh, the culture in here from criticism to care little by little. 
So we have a program we're introducing where we're looking for spiritually mature people in the church who would like to come on board and we do a full training with them to help them be able through the year to look out for things in their pastor's lives to bring energized situations and encouragement and recreation and things like that into their pastor's lives and make that the culture of the church. So this is one PCR, one pastor care rep in one church. Is that how this exactly? So you become the contact, the conduit between energized ministries and your pastor at your local church and you become the pastoral care rep. Right. That's correct. Yeah, let me, let me add to that. If you're listening to this program right now and you're somebody that is just sort of naturally bent to saying, you know what, yeah, I like to be that voice of encouragement to my pastor. Maybe you're the one that stops by with a box of cookies every once in a while or at least is prompted to pray or say, Pastor, you know, go beyond that. That was a great sermon to, hey, here's how it impacted my life this week. If you're somebody like that, we absolutely want to talk to you. This is a volunteer position, but it comes with a lot of cool perks. Joel being the first one right there, he's fun to talk to. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good benefits to it, and it's a chance where you may not be the one to want to be behind the microphone up yeah, front every day, yeah. but you know that the Lord's tapping you right now in your heart to find a way to serve. Send us an email. Send it to joel at energizedministries.com. Introduce yourself. Just say, hey, I heard you talking about the pastor care rep thing. I feel like that's something I might be interested in. We absolutely want to talk to you. Yeah, because that that's uh, some people are gifted in that direction. They have the gift of mercy, the gift of service. Uh, but you don't have to have that. You just have to have a heart for your pastor. And you can be the one person in your church, and it's probably uh, nobody officially. That's just looking out for the, the, the well-being of your pastor. And, and would that be the whole pastoral staff or just the senior pastor? And with smaller churches, it's just going to be one person. It could be bivocational. I mean, You're absolutely forbidden to do it with anyone else except the senior pastor. No, we want it to be. <laughs> we, wow. This is, it's a, this is a church environment that we yeah. want to create. So it's across the board. And it's um, – it's one of those things that is a movement in the church, and you think, oh, taking care of your pastors, that's, that's simple. Anybody can do that. But we're bringing 15 years of experience and stories and know-how and success of doing this to the table. We're going to show you how to do that. And think about things that might not cross your path. Like one of the simple things, and even if you're not a pastor care rep with us, you should know this. We talk to pastors, their day off's Tuesday. They get five phone calls on a Tuesday about yeah. things that are happening three weeks down the road. Yeah. It can wait, but people don't think about it because they're working on Tuesday, so the pastor's working on Tuesday. And all of a sudden, the pastor's off day is taken up by things that aren't emergencies and aren't necessary. And there's lots of small things like that that we're going to bring to the forefront and help somebody to watch for. And it, like we talked about earlier, it's not intentional. A lot of this stuff is unintentional that just adds little stressors to the pastor's life that we want to remove, we want to mitigate, we want to help that pastor deal with that better and not add to their stress with a funeral for a goldfish or something like that. (laughs) You know, Steve, we have talked for years about just the practical, you know, the, the pragmatic, everyday simple things that we can do that we just don't think about. Yeah. And so a large part of this, like I said, again, if, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, you know, well, this may be something I could be involved with and it's a way the Lord can use me, please contact us. We want to hear from you. It's, it's, you can get either way, energizedministries.com or directly to joel at energizedministries.com. But the, the little things that he was talking about, I think I shared this with you once before, but way back at the very beginning of our ministry, I heard J- David Jeremiah telling this story about leaving the church 
Mm-hmm. It was a Wednesday night, and he, he was walking out of the parking lot, and this guy came in and said, Pastor Jeremy, i got to talk to you. And, and he said, I couldn't do it. I was headed to my son's last high school basketball oh, game. Oh, man. And he said, I made the decision to walk away from that. But what about when that guy's influential? Yeah. There's so many oh. stressors like that. Yeah, that it changes the see. whole thing. Yeah, and we have record numbers of pastors walking away from the church because of the stress. I've got uh, some, some, actually some stats from Energized Ministries that I'm going to go over when we come back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show, here with my friends from Energize Ministries, energizedministries.com. If you want to get involved, we're going to keep talking about the uh, pastoral care rep, the PCR. Uh, Joel is the one you need to email for that. It's just joel at energizedministries.com, joel at energizedministries.com. Let me just throw some stats at you. Any of you that have listened to the show for a while know I'm a stats guy. Uh, percentage among those who considered quitting full-time ministry. This is a ma- this is a major problem across the country. So why are they considering quitting full-time ministry? Uh, answer number one, uh, 56%, the immense stress of the job. Number two, at 43%, I feel lonely and isolated. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is number three, at 38%, current political divisions, because that exists inside of a church. Mm, 29%, I'm unhappy with the effect this role has had on my family. Another 29%. I'm not optimistic about the future of my church. Probably see above. Uh, 29%. My vision for the church conflicts with the church's direction. 24%. My church is steadily declining. 22%. I'm not satisfied with my job. I don't feel respected by the congregants at 21%. That's not pretty. Uh, But most of these things, especially at the top, is because they're isolated. They're alone. uh, They're not uh, understood or they're misunderstood. They're maligned quite often. And, uh, and, and pretty much everybody wants something from them, and almost nobody wants to give something to them. And so that, that sounds like a pretty lopsided relationship. There's no way I would stay in a marriage like that, right? <laughs> Why would you marry somebody that's going to be like that? It's all one-sided. It's hard, and we're not saying we're fixing all that either. That, that's our goal, but those things are difficult oh, and very involved and intertwined. What we want to do is help a pastor – to be able to handle those things without losing their their energy and their passion for their ministry and do it in a way that impacts the church. Like one thing that a lot of people don't think about is something called compassion fatigue. Pastors, you, know, you can be Tuesday night, you've got two counseling sessions, you've got one that's a, you know, a very serious marriage problem mm-hmm. and another one that's a, somebody contemplating suicide and you go home and your kids have gotten in trouble at school and the faucet's leaking and you know, the next morning somebody's in the church, and pretty soon you're not just dealing with your own issues. Excuse me. You're not dealing with your own issues. Right. You're not dealing with your family's issues. You're dealing with your whole congregations also. And some people can separate that. I can't. I, I know a lot of pastors can't. Yeah, I don't think most people can do that. Right. And, there, and everybody's got emotional bandwidth. There's only so much you have to give. Right. And then at some point you need to be sewn into. So uh, with a pastor care rep, Andy and Joel both, uh, what does that look like? Because, you know, I was mentioning off the air on the, on the commercial break when we were just talking on Facebook Live and Rumble that, you know, you don't want the person that's going to be following the pastor all around. And Andy introduced me to a term I wrote down called EGRs, extra grace required. Uh, so so you're going to have to respect <clears throat> the pastor's life and you can't boundaries. You mentioned that earlier, Andy. So what does this look like? Like, what does a PCR do? Is it a weekly thing? Is it a monthly thing? What is what does the actual role look like? 
So before we get into specifically what they do, we do have an application process, and we're not going behind the pastor's back or the church leadership back. They're going to be back, backs. They're going to be part of this vetting process mm, for us. So we good. bring someone in That's that great. they're recommending, that yeah. they're good with, and that the pastor knows we're doing this as a gift to him. This is not our way of sneaking in the back door yeah. of this church somehow. But as far as the activities go, there's a there's a, a base level and then a little little deeper. Part of it is knowing your pastor because what I like and what you like might be different things. Like Andy and you love Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> All right, you love Star Andy, Wars. Fifty percent accurate. <laughs> yeah. So we have different likes and, and sure. So you've got to know your pastor to know what energizes them, what gives them that release of what a their point. Pent that's up. a great yeah. point. So that's part of what we talk about. But basically, over the course of the year, we want to have four, and I call them major things, but larger. Um, they don't have to be, you know, trip to Hawaii or anything like that, but four larger things. One that's just for the pastor himself, one for pastor and his wife, pastor and his family, and then another one for pastor and staff. Mm. And if you don't have a staff, you can adjust that, or the pastor yeah. doesn't have family. You can adjust those, but one a quarter so that the pastor's always looking forward to the next thing he gets to do. And he also is able That's to awesome. tell people, hey, we just, I just got to do this. I, we went, you know, to this is the re PGA. This is the recreation part you're right. talking this about. Is, this which is the recreation is, Which part. is one of our three core values, the right. recreation part. I, go ahead. And I was going to say, and so those are four a year. But the we don't want this to be a solo operation. So what we're going to do is have our pastor care rep recruit other people. And weekly, biweekly, whatever works for your situation, we want to have other people in the church yeah. aware of these circumstances and they might just take a candy bar and lay it on their pastor's right. desk or stick post-it notes through the church saying, here's what I like about you, and just whatever they want to mm -hmm. do. If they want to take them to lunch, something simple like that. But we want that spread out through the whole year. So it's not the pastor care rep doing all of this. They're recruiting help, and that changes the culture. Yeah, let, it's not one person. I want, I want to add to that, too, like the advocacy of caring for our pastor yeah. is a big part of it. That's huge. I don't care what church you go to. If there's a pastor in America that has a teenage daughter, there is somebody <laughs> criticizing what that girl has on right. on any given Sunday sure. morning. Yep. And I, I mean, I don't care what it is. You, you can be a holiness, King James Version only Baptist church with full length skirts. And it may not quite touch the ankle, yeah. and there's somebody upset about <laughs> or it. Or she thinks she's better than everybody so, else. Whatever. So here, the, what I'm saying is when, when you're in the lobby there and you hear Susie Q commenting about, I can't believe that they let that girl out of the house wearing that outfit or wherever, maybe, maybe you're that person that can say, you know what, sometimes we've got to pick and choose our battles. What happens in their house happens in our house too. Yeah. And, and, and that's the way it is. When you hear your pastor talking to those people that were fighting on the way to church, it happens in pastor marriages yeah. too. We sure. live in an imperfect, fallen world, and people make bad decisions, every one of us. It happens with our kids. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. You know, we, we can't fight every single battle with perfection. So, again, if you're listening and you're thinking, look, I don't know. I don't have the gift of evangelism. I don't have the gift of whatever it is that, that requires being in the spotlight. But you want to be there to support. You understand. You appreciate. You've seen that. You know, the eyeballs looking at the pastor's kids when the offering plate comes by. Right, and maybe right, it didn't jingle right. out enough. Or whatever <laughs> it is, like somebody saying, guys, there's more to it than that. There's more going on. Maybe we, maybe we can turn some of that critique yeah. into, a, into care and specifically preventive. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with Jesus on, on this one when he said, my sheep hear my voice. Uh, so it, when anybody listens, when there's different ministries, whatever's going on on the show, when we're talking to a specific ministry like Energized Ministries today, 
uh, some of you are reacting. You, you're having a reaction. You're like, I love this idea. That's a great idea. I've never heard of this before. Uh, we really need to do something about that. If that's you, just assume. I'm going to go with uh, the Blackabees on this one, experiencing God. Ooh. When you see where God is at work, Ooh. that's your invitation to join him. Okay, so all of a sudden, I, I, I can harangue you, but I'm not responsible for you saying yes or no. But if all of a sudden this is pricking your heart and you're like, yeah, our, I'm sure our pastor could use some help. Uh, I'm just going to go with the fact that th maybe that's the Lord just put his finger on your head. And you should probably do something about that. Not out of I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. But out of the amount of blessing you'll get, because there's always a blessing in obedience. And, and caring for the lost sheep, in this case, could be your pastor. And maybe nobody else does it. And the fact that you're thinking this needs to happen, I'm just going to challenge you. That I can tell you, I don't know about you. nobody, Steve, but I can tell you there's nowhere near enough. <clears throat> no, no way. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, and that's why you would want to email Joel, joel at energizedministries.com, uh, joel at energizedministries.com to just begin the process. And I'm glad that you guys mentioned that you're vetting these people, the pastor's involved, you're not just slipping somebody in there with good intentions. Uh, it's a delicate situation. It is. And the pastor's going to have to trust them, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Wow. What am I sneezing for? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so um, there there are a lot of sides of this, and I want people to know if you're interested in this, we're not just going to give you a two-hour training and yeah. dump you in the church. We're with you, and we'll have support for you more for the first you know few months, what, six months, whatever, while you're getting started. And then as it's ongoing, we're going to be there with other ideas, things that we can help you with, maybe to come and speak to the church if we need to, whatever we can do to facilitate that for you. It's not just a, here's your training manual, good luck. Um, we want to make it a, a sort of a little community where that, earlier we talked about that grace and favor of God flowing. Right. That we're, we want to have a little piece of that yeah. in each church through this ministry. I love that. Joel, we have, uh, not Joel, sorry, Andy. We have like two minutes left. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of pastors that listen to this show. Just speak to them. All right. Well, I want to I want to give you a little story. The same pastor that you we started the show with you asked how we got started. And I told you about the pastor that had seven kids. Yeah. If you go back 21 years ago, that pastor was pastoring at a very traditional church in the rural hills of Pennsylvania, and it was the same. I know you've not heard this story. You know, it was brick and white with pews and a piano and an organ and all that stuff. You know. Three services, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and the pastor's family and all those kids were expected to be on the front row at sure. every one of those services. So those six girls, the boy, everybody sitting there, one, I don't know, whatever time it was, 20 years ago, one of those girls got pregnant when she was 17 years old. And I wish I could tell you that that church surrounded that family with love and grace, but the reality is... We all know what happened, yeah. right? The church came and said, Pastor, if you can't take care of your family, you sure can't take care of this church. You're out. Look, ministry is messy. In that family, there was already problems. Yeah. You can get to that without some kind of problems, That's right. right? But the reality is that the overwhelming majority of the actions of that congregation profoundly impacted mm. the next several decades yes. of life for, the, for that family and those kids. Now... Three of those kids have worked in our ministry. Wow. Now, there is redemption for that yes. family Amen. in here. But pastors across America need your support. They need your encouragement. They need your prayers. We want to help you be better at it. EnergizedMinistries.com is the website for all the things that you can share with your pastor. I had several people on Facebook saying, I'm going to tell my pastor about this. 
energizedministries.com or just email joel joel at energizedministries.com to get involved with the pastor care rep program again it's not a heavy lift they're going to walk with you but there's training there's vetting uh, an incredible opportunity to be an incredible blessing to your pastor and boy do they need it andy joel thanks for being here today my friends it's great seeing you you're welcome this is steve noble and the steve noble show god willing i'll talk to you again real soon my dad always used to say never flow Another program powered by the Truth Network.